Welcome back to another episode of ST Talks. I'm Laura Demme, your host, and today we will be discussing the successful fall show season ST Genetics Style Genetics Program experienced. And with us to do so is Kevin Zimba, ST Genetics Eastern U.S. Sales Manager, and Ryan Corrigan, the Atlantic Sales Manager for ST Genetics Canada. So thank you both for being with us today. Our pleasure, Laura. Thanks. Yes, thanks, Laura. Now, I think we just need to start with the highlight of our premier sires. Both Delta Lambda and Kid Rock were named premier sires at two of the most highly distinguished shows um, in the country. So with Delta Lambda, he was the overall premier sire of the Canadian National Show at the Royal Winter Fair, as well as the premier sire of the International Holstein Heifer Show at World Dairy Expo. Ryan, can you start us out by telling us what about Delta Lambda's presence at these two shows stood out to you the most? Yes. Um, well, thanks for the softball question to start my first um, ST Talks podcast. <laughs> but um, Delta Lambda, um, I think the bull speaks for himself, to be quite honest. Um, when you look at the young cows that uh, the Delta Lambda bull is siring right now at both fall, fall shows at Madison and the Royal, they're just phenomenal young cows. They've got the will to milk, and um, I like to say they've got enough grunt to them. Um, they've got incredible udders. Median suspensory is something that uh, the breed's paying attention to, and uh, that's something that uh, Delta Lambda is really stamping in these daughters. Uh, it's deep up to the top. It's got they've got plenty of veination and just phenomenal uh, mammary systems on these young cows. Um, the heifers he dominated both heifer shows being named premier sire in uh, both Madison and the Royal. Uh, these heifers, they've got beautiful feet and legs on them. Uh, length of frame is what really grabs your attention uh, from the outside of the ring. But then when you get behind them, um, the rump structure is just, it's so correct and so consistent. And you can tell how these heifers are going to grow into the modern cows that we're looking for. And we're really pleased with how they're calving in. And Kevin, did you see any Delta Lambda influence at any of the other shows that are hosted throughout the fall? Oh, I mean, consistency, uh, you know, Delta Lambda is doing so many good things, you know, and it doesn't matter whether it's our national shows or, you know, the, the local 4-H shows. You know, he's an easy to use bull. And I think Ryan kind of described his pattern incredibly well. And, um, I think the thing that Delta Lambda does, you know, that's pretty, I guess, exciting for a show type bull is, is adding that will to milk. Um, you know, our world has changed uh, significantly in the show ring where these cows got to have that natural um, ability to make milk and, and do so 365. And, um, you know, Delta Lambda complements so many different pedigrees, you know, whether it be Dorman or, or Chief or, you know, even McCutcheon type blood, um, you know, Delta Lambda comes in and, and adds a little punch of milk, but still puts in some styles, puts in those good udders. So, I mean, I think it's just fascinating and to watch the influence that this bull has um, not just today, but, you know, like going into what Ryan said about some of the heifers, um, you know, those heifers are going to be cows and that's where Delta Lambda shines. 
I think that you both had great points on this bowl. And, you know, although Delta Lambda is not with us anymore, we do have an exciting lineup of sons coming to the style program from him. Most notably, we have Jerry Lewis, who is from the famous Lindsay family. And now we also have Liquid Courage and Lucky Break, who are both sons of Caught Your Eye. Ryan, do you want to start and share your thoughts on these up-and-coming bulls? Yes, uh, absolutely, Laura. Um, so Jerry Lewis, you mentioned uh, the great Lindsay cow there, grand champion of the Royal and Canadian cow of the year. Uh, but the family goes, it's got deep roots in the Maritimes, especially uh, through back to the Ravenswell Lydia cow. And uh, she's done so well for breeders throughout the Maritimes, uh, Canada and, and around the world. Um, so Jerry Lewis, um, he's Lambda from Sidekick Lady, the JM Valley Sidekick Lady cow. Um when Lamb, Lambda Sidekick, uh, pretty logical cross there. The Sidekicks, they're well-made cows, uh, especially the the dam of this bull lady who was at uh, World Dairy Expo herself. Um, but when you add that dairy quality, the will to milk that Kevin mentioned, uh, the clean bone and the tremendous foot and leg that you're getting through the Delta Lambda, you're really bringing together something special there. And it makes him an exciting sire to use uh, with one of the most trustworthy maternal lines in the breed behind him. So we're, we're pretty excited to add Jerry Lewis to the lineup. Kevin, do you have any thoughts that you would like to share on Jerry Lewis? Shoot, Ryan said it all. I mean, I think the bull is an easy-to-use bull. I know uh, we did some IVF work today, and he's a, an easy-to-bull to pull out of the tank to, to complement a lot of, uh, of mating. So... Um, you know, just perfectly stated, uh, Lambda sidekick, you know, you have that square a frame of the sidekick and then you have, you know, some of that little bit of flash of milk and a little bit of, uh, extra chrome, uh, with the Delta Lambda and, you know, and then you throw everything back that Ryan talked about back to Ravenswell, Lydia. I mean, I mean, it's, a is probably, you know, and, and just to add to that, like a lot of people get super, I guess, excited to see big type numbers, you know, in the U.S., whether it's four points for type or in Canada, 16 on confirmation, like those are big numbers. Uh, Jerry Lewis is more of a, uh, you know, I think he's 331 for type. So it's not like he's um, you know, the highest type bull, nor is he the, the, he is an extreme utter composite bull, but what he does is he kind of does it all with no flaws. Like he's got a little bit of production, he's got a little bit of health, um, and then solid type. So I think he's just going to be, you know, like I said to some, a couple breeders here over the weekend that we're talking about bulls to use, I said, well, you know, when you really start analyzing some of these young bulls where you feel confident um, that the bull is going to not miss, um, this is a super easy bull to get implemented into program as a young bull where you have that, I guess you would say that little bit of, you know, confidence that that, that uh, cow family and breeding uh combination is is going to turn out pretty well definitely and i think it's worth noting that he had a full sister at expo who was actually the reserve junior champion of the junior holstein show and then mm -hmm. i believe was the second summer yearling 
Yeah, and a great statement, Laura. Like, and and anybody who saw that heifer and the pictures of that heifer, exactly what we're both Ryan and I are talking about in regards to that little bit of uh, squareness to the frame, length to the midsection. You know, still has that style and and uh, femininity. Um, but yeah, tremendous heifer. And if that's the way Jerry Lewis daughters are going to look, I think we're all uh, in for, for a, a nice ride. I would agree. And the other two young bulls that we had mentioned would be Liquid Courage and Lucky Break. And they are from Caught Your Eye, a three-time World Dairy Expo class winner. So would either of you like to share your thoughts on these two bulls coming up? Yeah, so Liquid Courage and Lucky Break. Obviously, you're combining two of the best utter bulls going with uh, Lambda and Unix. And again, on a legendary cow family, you've got that perennial class winner there, Lady Rose caught your eye. And then you go back through the Rosedale Lexington cow and all the way back to, to Black Rose. So it's again, it's that logical combination. Good udders begets good udders, right? So um, we know what to expect with this guy. Um, the, the neat thing about these two bulls in our offering um, in that ultra plus product that we're, we're, uh, marketing, it's, you have a lot of confidence, you know, like I've talked about confidence with Jerry Lewis, but all these bulls in the ultra plus product is just, it's a no brainer. And it gives you, when you're trying to create a lot of daughters, say you're flushing or whatnot, um, using these bulls and that product is, makes a ton of sense and really the only way to go. Yeah. I mean, that, We've been waiting with great anticipation to have these two bulls in the program and uh, watching uh, Caught Your Eye uh, grace the shavings as a, as a young two-year-old, you know, she really um, had that breathtaking appeal with so much length and style. And then um, you've watched now as she's cabbed in again and again, and there's so much height and width and texture to her udder. And then you can you can make the comment that there's extreme length to her frame and, and not be wrong. And that is something I think, especially that that wide uh, muzzle that she has and that long um, face and neck, you know, sometimes if you want to pick on Delta Lambda a little bit, you can see a few of them that are a little short in their head. And I think, um, you know, Delta Lambda on caught your eye, you know, we, we have uh, a competitor out there in the industry that has a couple sons as well. And what's kind of fascinating is, all of these sons of Delta Lambda times caught your eye hit. What's the best thing about that is that that means there's consistency um, in that breeding program. And and let's just talk about caught your eyes, um, other daughters that, you know, obviously uh, did incredibly well and set the stage for, you know, an incredible uh, junior best three showing um, out of the cow. And, um, when you think about using, uh, and even a a full sister to these bulls, uh, being fifth in the, um, summer junior two class, 
it, it goes into what we're trying to do at ST Genetics. You know, bulls like Jerry Lewis and and uh, Liquid Courage and and Lucky Break and even you know the third brother Bulletproof. Um, you know, by Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. We're trying to pull sons out of these cows that are not only show winners, but come from long standing cow families and have proven to be consistent transmitters throughout that cow family. You know, when you get to do that with the fun genetics that are available in the industry today. It's just really exciting to make those offerings for customers and then watch them take uh, these bulls, use them, and, and have success. Yes, definitely. And I think um, these these three bulls, I guess four bulls now that you mentioned um, Bulletproof, but these bulls truly do reflect, I think, what the style program is trying to achieve. And it's very exciting times of he- ahead for the style program, I believe. 100%. And Laura, just... Just before, there is um, a couple other Lambda-influenced bulls that I would like to mention. Um, Bosdale Rangefinders, the Lambda Sun that we're marketing up in Canada that's off to a real hot start for us. Um, coming from that great uh, three-time master breeder herd at Bosdale. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Um, from an alligator cow that they showed last fall uh, to third place at Bottom Opportunity in Orangeville. Um, so this Rangefinder bull. He comes in at 13 for type right now, uh, but it's the, there's been so many people that have uh, traveled through the Bosdale facility, the Bosdale herd, and you hear a lot of the same comments and it's always impressive. And it's always those beautiful cows that long lasting cows that uh, they have the will to milk as well. And when you look at this guy's breakdown, you see that high, high type at the 13 there but he's bringing over a thousand kilos of milk for us in canada and the herd life and daughter fertility are just off the charts there's they're as high as anything that we're breeding for when we're focusing on that so it's he's a real definition i think of the bosdale herd those long lasting beautiful cows with the will to milk so we're really excited about this rangefinder bull up in canada well thank you for sharing that with us and I'm sure as time goes on, we will have more um, influence of Delta Lambda through sons and grandsons, and it's just going to be an exciting time. Now, Kid Rock was the premier sire of the International Jersey Heifer Show at World Dairy Expo, and sadly, he is no longer with us, but his presence is evident in the show ring, and I think we need to talk about uh, how these daughters are developing and maybe what we are seeing as breeding opportunities to continue this high-style mating. Kevin, can you share what you saw throughout the fall from Kid Rock? Thanks on that. And I think uh, you, know, you said it really well that, that Kid Rock's you know, influence is, is pretty, uh, pretty high in our Jersey industry right now. And um, when you talk about Kid Rock, I think you know, it, it was a great honor um, I still remember when Michael Heath called and asked if we could partner on this bull and bring him in um, with Nathan and Jenny Thomas. And it's been very humbling to watch, you know, their breeding vision uh, enter our marketing program and um, to see um, so many Kid Rocks in such a short period of time have a huge influence uh, globally has been um, 
you know, again, humbling. The bull himself, when you look at what pattern he does, um, he does exactly what you would expect with the combination of gentry, you know, on his great mother. um, And that is that squareness of frame. Probably, you know, the Jersey breed gets a little bit of that um, knock from time to time that we get a little high in the pins, especially on those, uh, the show type matings and, um, you know, Kid Rock puts the hard in hard top. (laughs) Um, they are incredibly flat rumped, incredibly deep on the chest floor. Um, but he puts that power and then squareness and balance into frames that there's probably no other bull that's done that in the Jersey breed in in quite a period of time and did it with a lot of style as well. So you look through the the show results, uh, whether it's north of the border or south of the border, um, and Kid Rock's influence is, is pretty heavy. Probably the thing that I'm the most excited about is the milking Kid Rocks. Um, you know, there you go down to Louisville, and uh, um, two of the top three senior twos were Kid Rocks, and um, you know they're both um, California bred uh, cows in the Vieras Kid Rock Sable, and then uh, was second in the senior two class at Louisville, and then Cash in Kid Rock She Daisy um, was third in that senior two class, and. Both of those calves are second calf senior twos. So what's really even more exciting is, you know, a bull that his influence in the milking side or milking daughter side of the Jersey breed is just in its first year and a half to two years. Um, So it's going to be fun to watch these kid rocks that are you know, still halfers and yearlings and um, watch how they develop into the next two to five years. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity for, you know, uh, a lot of uh, our bulls um, and also industry bulls to complement with Kid Rock Blood. Um, so I think it's it's a really nice time for him to enter uh, the, the Jersey breed and, and lay an established ground swell uh, of, of really good daughters. And Ryan, have you what have you been seeing north of the border from Kid Rock? Yeah, well, I would echo Kevin's sentiments uh, 100% on the Kid Rock daughters, you know, like mm-hmm. that breed character through the head and neck and super, super angular and open ribbed and hard topped. Like they are beautiful, high style animals. And um, as Kevin mentioned, just excited to see how they calve in for sure. And Kevin, you started to maybe say this, but what do you see as the next mating on this Kid Rock lineage? Yeah, I think there's a lot of bulls out there in the industry, and I'm going to mention a few of our competitors' bulls, um, VIP and Victorious specifically, that you know probably are, are actually the dams uh, of a lot of our best kid rocks. Um, but moving forward, I think um, you know specifically um, Canadian Club is probably the bull that. Uh, I think complements Kid Rock the most. Um, the Canadian Club daughters, um, there there were probably six or seven 
um, that were in the top 10 of uh, both Madison and Louisville in the, the heifer classes. And um, man, they are open ribbed, sweeping rib, um, that long angular rib um, with a little bit of femininity and, and length uh, throughout. So I think that's a, a bull that's going to complement uh, Kid Rock um, incredibly well. Uh, Frank is also um, another bull that I think um, has a nice uh, complement there, you know, with Victorious on his sire's side that, you know, there's, there's a handful of Frank daughters that will be nominated All-American in young cow classes this year. Um, and I think two or three of them that have scored 88 to 89 points. And he got his first daughter proof in, in August and uh, went up on JUI and a little bit on production. So um, I think those are two bulls um, that really fit the, the niche with Kid Rock. And, and a third bull that I'm going to throw in that I'm incredibly high on is La Spada. You know, I think uh, when we think about the strength and power that a lot of the Kid Rocks have, um, they, especially if they're not bred with a little splash of production in their pedigree, La Spada can bring in a little bit of that influence of uh, Chrome and Citation A and a little bit of that, uh, I guess you would say, juice or will to milk. Um, and compliment um, Kid Rock incredibly well. Well, thank you for sharing about that, Kevin. And, you know, there were a handful of Ferdinand daughters that performed very well, both in the U.S. and in Canada, and even the junior champion down um, in Louisville being a Ferdinand daughter. Ryan, could you maybe share a bit more about this bull with us? Yeah, so uh, Ferdinand, he's, he hails from that fern leaf cow family in Australia that's been so dominant for so long uh, down there. And it's it's really exciting to be able to bring that family up to North America and uh, share it with the Jersey breeders in Canada and the U.S. Um, yeah, this Ferdinand bull, to me, he's got a real, they've got a real cut to them. Um, really stamps the look. They've got a lot of depth through their forerib and openness and width through their chest and it's it's a long frame as well. Like really uh, really impressed with the extension uh, through the ribs. Um, they're hard topped. They're well rumped, and they're on a good set of feet and legs. So if um, if the udders are anything like the cow family is known for, uh, he could be a special bull for us. Um, Jersey bull that brings some strength and openness and kind of that cow cut. And Kevin, do you have any thoughts on this bull? Yeah, Ryan described him perfectly. That cow cut. When they're heifers, you're like, ah, oh, they're going to be big, wide frame cows and uh, long through that midsection with a lot of uh, chest floor. And I, I have to say, uh, you know, I spent uh, a fair amount of time studying uh, two uh, beautiful Ferdinand daughters in the, the Misty Meadow string at Louisville. And uh, they ended up being third and fourth in the milking winter yearling class. And I believe one of them was in the top 10 as a milking fall yearling at, at um, Madison. Um, and what I was impressed with, with their, their udders is the length to their fore udder and lots of, uh, you know, veination throughout the udder. 
um, with lots of uh, width and space in the in their rear udders as well. Um, you know, young cows that still you know were milking winter yearlings, um, but they were very uh, mature for their age in regards to that. You know, they looked like not only were they gonna uh, do well in the show, but they were. Um, milking like good young cows you would want them to. So um, pretty excited about that bull, just like Ryan indicated. And when we talk about the style program, we really cannot uh, not mention Chief or really Movin either. So both of these bulls created some class winners throughout the fall. Kevin, could you expand on the results um, on these two bulls? You know, Chief is kind of like this I don't want to say he's the unsung hero and and I'll go into a little side note for a hot second, but I, uh, I was visiting with another breeder again over the weekend and we were, they were asking me if uh, ST had any uh, chief sons uh, coming along. And, and I was like, no, not, not really. I mean, there's, there's a handful uh, of bulls that, you know, have been made. And when you look at them on paper, they're, they're just okay. And he's a bull though, that like, sometimes we forget how good he is, is the statement. Cause he is probably the epitome of the bull that when you look at his, uh, trait profile and his linear, um, you don't get blown away until you see them in flesh. And probably the reason I think this bull doesn't have as much um, wow factor in his actual uh, linears is because they're so darn consistent. Um, there's no extremes to Chief. They're all good. Like like you, you go through the results at the Royal and, and Ryan can probably go into it further. And you start looking through those young cow classes all the way up to the four and five-year-olds, and there's a chief in the top five or six in each of those classes. And you go through the Madison results, and it's pretty darn much the same. Um, And, you know, there were two uh, milking yearling winners, uh, both at Madison and, and the Royal, that were... Uh, two different chief daughters um, from great cow families. But the thing that was fascinating is when you look at these two uh, young milking yearlings uh, and and look at their rear udders, uh, I've never seen a bull that does so much uniformity of width from the top of their rear udder to the base of the hindquarters. Like they have that perfect symmetry and like almost turn and shape to their rear udders. You know, he's a bull that probably just continues to do it. So going back to my story with talking to this uh, breeder that was asking about chief sons, I said, well, we could sit there and try to make a few more chief sons to enter the program, and we should probably do that. But boy, you can still use chief. And Ryan, was there anything that you witnessed this fall on Chief or Movin? A lot of what Kevin said, a hundred percent. Not just this fall, though, but over the the past couple of falls, it seems that every time you you look at the show report, uh, there's a Chief winning a young cow class, and 
as Kevin said, there's no bad ones. He's a source of strength for sure. Um, Sire's wit throughout, you know, wide chested, they're hard topped. Probably one of the most consistent rump bulls out there. Um, high, wide rear attachments, as Kevin mentioned. And they're the kind of cows that they calve in, they carry a bit of flesh, and they they don't hit the ground at a thousand miles an hour. They take a little while to get going, but once they get into lactation, they just seem to get more and more angular and they just, they've got so much symmetry as Kevin mentioned. And when they get angled out, like they're very impressive young cows. So they're square, they're wide, and he's definitely a bull that we can use as a source of strength uh, continually. Thank you for sharing your thoughts there. And Kevin, I know that you're a fan of this bull. So I think we should just mention Moven um, and the genetics that he brings to the breeding table. Yeah, another bull that's that's gone before uh, he 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 should have. Um, there's there's quite a few moving daughters who've made an impact this year, and I think uh, the thing that really impresses me the most with the moving daughters is um, utters. Um, he is a as pure and utter bull um, as we could ask for, especially in height and width the rear utter. And then he adds that that power uh, to the front end, um, you know. And and when we think about that, you know, he gets that from that Bradnick um, dam and that that chest width. You know, a lot of the moving daughters, whether they're red or they're black. What I think is going to be the most exciting about um, moving is um, how you breed uh, them from there, um, because he's probably a bull that was needed. Um, he's a great complement to bulls like Unix and um, anything with McCutcheon in it to add a little bit of that power and, and, and pop uh, to the rib or the four rib especially. Um, and I think, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, really nice to see how bulls like um, these Delta Lambda sons, uh, Jerry Lewis and uh, Liquid Courage, Lucky Break, or, or Delta Lambda or Chief themselves complement on, on uh, moving daughters, um, or even altitude for that matter. There's a lot of uh, you go through some of the young heifer classes and there were three or four or even more um, altitudes that were in the top 10 of the red and white um, heifer show um, that were out of moving dams. Um, so I think, um, you know, his influence is going to be um, not only, you know, direct, but um, being in uh, a lot of pedigrees as well. Very good point. Thank you for mentioning that, Kevin. And finally, I think we should just round out our style recap with the brown Swiss sire, Famous. He continues to make beautiful daughters that um, have been winning some shows, both heifers and in milking form, this past fall. Kevin, what would you report on, on Famous? Famous is uh, does exactly what he does. Um consistently makes those uh, incredibly uh, high style heifers um, that have uh, long frames. He's probably is uh, probably the bull that's done more for the Brown Swiss breed in uh, 
front end, um, I guess, style, you know, that blending from neck to shoulder and then shoulder to elbow and back through the chine. Um, famous daughters just have that, that it factor. Um, you know, they, they have that, um, really, um, wedgy, uh, top, um, that really high style through the front end. When we think about what they have as far as that overall width, um, and then mass to their frame, he's a pretty, uh, awesome bull. And, and, you know, the milking daughters are calving in incredibly well, um, also, and, you know, seeing, um, you know, so many, um, uh, milking daughters um, in those young cow classes uh, do well um, has has also been a, a really good thing uh, for the brown Swiss breed. You know, our other bull, Foremost, um, I, I still haven't given up hope that Foremost will eventually start making semen again. Um, he's he's <laughs> been a struggle for us. Um, but I will say, um, you know, there were quite a few foremost daughters that, you know, and there's foremost semen out there and, uh, and, uh, those have, have done incredibly well as, as well. Great. And before we just wrap it up today, Ryan, Kevin, um, are there any other bulls that maybe, maybe are coming down the pipeline or any that we maybe missed today that you just want to, um, talk about briefly? Um, for me in Canada, I think, um, break shot and breakthrough are worth a mention as style bulls. Um, break shot, uh, with a number of heifers shown this year, uh, across Canada that have done well in the heifer classes. So we look forward to seeing them, uh, mature next year. And another bull, uh, mystique ambition is, uh, an early ranger son that we're marketing that, uh, shows a nice bit of type, beautiful cow family and uh, ranger, uh, with a lambda dam in behind him as well. So it, uh, it's exciting to watch these bulls come and, uh, impact the style program. And Kevin. Yeah, I, I agree with Ryan and I was hoping that he was going to mention break shot. He's got good reason to. So, um, but it's, it's really neat to uh, see the diversity of uh, the entire program from a style perspective because we have bulls within that program that are just pure type bulls. Um, and then we have bulls that are more of, I would call it that crossover of type with a little bit of uh, you know production TPI or LPI or net merit and um, you know, and then we have some of those tried and true bulls and uh, a couple bulls that probably I think are, are getting a little bit of uh, interest are, are architect and aircraft. Um, you know, those two Hancock sons that, that come from the Apple family. I've seen probably 20 or 25 architect heifers and um, there were a handful that were out at some of the state and regional shows as young calves. And you're just going to see those uh, starting to develop a little bit more and, and getting a little bit more attention uh, as time goes, goes on. Um, Perennial is a bull that I think, uh, you know, has a, a very strong place um, and, Quite frankly, I've seen, you know, heifers now that are, are yearlings 
that, you know, have that big open frame. Um, he's a bull that I would really almost challenge people to try to find a spot to use him in your program because I think he's one to watch. In my opinion, you know, when you look at that cow family and what they do with udders and the the Princess Nine family and, you know, all of that all the way through, you know, high octane and Atwood and, and uh, you know, good grief, they, they have great udders. So uh, perennial is a bull that I'm, I'm uh, really hopeful for in regards to what they do when they're, they're in milk as well. Great. And I just want to thank you both for taking the time to join us and give us this fall style report and just the uh, vast information you provided on this great program. We appreciate it. Yes. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. This was another episode of ST Talks. If you like what you heard, you can find more episodes on your favorite podcast platform by searching ST Talks or ST Genetics. And if you want to learn more about ST Genetics, visit our website at stgen.com or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or X. And from all of us at ST Genetics, we hope you have a great day.